hey, listen, a dog doesn't bark at a parked car, right? If you're not doing anything, you're not gonna get any critics, right? If you don't want any critics, say nothing, do nothing, be nothing. But at the end of the day, the booze and the criticism will often come from people that are doing the least, people that don't have goals in life, people that are not going anywhere in life. And so you wanna go ahead and, and understand that, hey, listen, a statue has never been built for a critic. What's up, guys? Welcome to another Driven Not Given podcast episode. Now, I'm actually rocking my shirt. You guys can see here, I've got the no sheep in my circle shirt. So that's actually the reason why I'm shooting this episode standing up, because of, specifically because of the shirt. But anyways, in this episode, I want to talk about how the fact that the loudest booze come from the cheapest seats. That's actually a quote from Babe Ruth. The loudest booze come from the cheapest seats. So let's go ahead and dive into that. So here's the deal. I have a lot of uh, uh, followers here that are entrepreneurs, that are go-getters. You know, maybe they're not entrepreneurs, but maybe they're fighters. Maybe they're athletes or whatever the case may be, right? Either way, they've got big goals in life. So here's the thing about having big goals in life. If you don't have people that are criticizing you and people that are doubting you, the bottom line is that your goals are too damn small. One of the things I often tell people, and you, you'll hear me say this on my podcast very often as, as well, is... You've got to think bigger, faster. So here's what happens. A lot of people, they think very small. So guess what? When you think very small, you're not making anybody uncomfortable. But if you've got the booze coming, if you've got the criticism coming, guess what? That means that you're setting yourself aside from these people that, frankly, are not. And what does that do? It makes them uncomfortable. So when people tell you that you can't do this and you can't do that, that you're dreaming too big or whatever the case may be, it's because they don't see themselves achieving those things that you plan to achieve. So you want to understand that, that, hey, listen, that's just the way that life works, right? There's a saying that says, misery loves company. Well, guess what? Misery does love company. So I remember when I was, you know, in my 20s, I started creating that, what I call that season of separation. There was people that I used to hang out a lot with. I used to play poker with them. There was girlfriends that I used to hang out with a lot. And I said, hey, listen, I'm going to stop hanging out with these because my girlfriend at the time, she didn't have these big goals either, right? The friends that I hung out at the time, they didn't have these big goals. So I started dressing up in suits. I started going to trainings. I started working weekends. And guess what? The booze would come from these people, right? But I had mentors that were teaching me the things that I'm talking about right now. And they say, hey, listen, if nobody's criticizing you for the sacrifices that you're making, the hard work that you're doing, the fact that you're doing something different, then guess what? You're not doing something right. So if you want to fail, follow the masses. That's what a mentor of mine told me a long time ago. He says, JC, if you want to fail, look at what the masses are doing and do what they do. Now, are they working hard? Probably not. Are they doing the bare minimum? Probably yes, right? Most people, here's the life that they live. They go out there and they work just hard enough at their job so they don't get fired. And their boss pays them just enough so they don't quit. And guess what? I didn't want to go that route. So if you're going to go a different route, you got to make sure that, hey, listen, you're doing something drastically different than the masses and the masses, they're not paying the price. They're not sacrificing. They're not working weekends. They're not starting their own business. They're not taking the risks. And here is a big golden nugget. Your biggest critics, your biggest doubters will very often be friends and family members. I'm telling you that right now. So here's my advice to you. Warrior that shit up because you're nothing special. Just like I'm nothing special. My biggest critics and my biggest doubters were also friends and family members. 
The reason why it's important for you to know that is that when it happens to you, you don't feel like shit like, oh man, my brother, my mom, my girlfriend doesn't even believe in me. Listen, that's the way shit is. That's the way it is for anybody and everybody. Your biggest doubters, you will make less money. You will do more, less business with your friends and family members than you will make with strangers. You will make more money with strangers than you will with friends and family members. That's a bottom line. Here's another thing that may or may not come in as a shocker. Your friends and family members will very often ask you, let's say you started your own business. Let's say you got a restaurant or, or whatever the case may be. You started your own business. They'll very often ask you for a discount for the same products or services that they would pay full price from a stranger. Imagine that. The same products and services. Let's say you're a photographer. You take family pictures, for example. Your friends and family members may come to you and say, hey, man, why don't you give me a deal, bro? Hook me up, man. Why are you charging me so much? Charge me half, bro. I'm your friend. I'm your cousin. I'm your brother. But had you not been in that business, they would gladly pay a complete stranger full price for that. I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. And another tip I'm going to give you is the following. People are like crabs in a bucket. When they start seeing that separation, they start seeing that you dress different, that you talk different, that you're accomplishing more. They're like crabs in a bucket. If you've ever seen crabs in a bucket, one crab is trying to get out of the bucket and the other crabs are pulling that crab back down, right? Then that the same crab that pulled it down is trying to get out, then the others pull it back down. Why? Because they don't want to see you get out of that place that they were in because then they're going to realize, hey, there's somebody that was just like me that actually got out, that actually accomplished success, that actually accomplished fulfillment, that actually achieved their dreams, right? So people are like crabs in a bucket and you have to understand that that's the case. Now, here's the deal. When it comes to the loudest booze come from the cheapest seats, as I mentioned earlier, that comes from Babe Ruth. And if you think about it, go to a ball game. If you go to a ball game, right? Let's say you go to a basketball game. You'll notice that the people with the cheapest seats or even the free seats are the ones that are booing the loudest, are the ones that are making a bigger mess. They're the ones that those sections have to get cleaned up a lot more. But then you see the people that pay $500 to $5,000 for their seats. They're more appreciative. You know why? Because they understand the grit. They understand the sacrifice and discipline that these professionals took to accomplish and get to where they're at. But the guys and girls in the cheap seats, they don't know about sacrifice. They don't know about discipline. That is where the phrase, the, the, the term, the quote, the loudest booze come from the cheapest seats. So my question is this, are you hanging out with people that would be those cheap seat tickets, right? And if you are, don't be surprised when the booze and the criticism comes from them, because guess what? That is what they're wired to do. They're wired to be fault finders. They're wild, wired to be negative, right? That's why you got to separate yourself from the pack. And one of the, the advice that I give all the time is this. You have to pay attention who you hang out with. This is, again, a very overly used quote by me, but it's because it's true. If you hang out with five winners, guess what? You're going to be number six. You hang out with five losers, you're going to be number six as well. So anyways, guys, to finish off this uh, uh, video, it reminds me of I, I've got a, a bunch of friends, right? I've got some friends that I've invited. I invited many years ago, like in 2013 or 14 to invest in cryptocurrency, to invest in Bitcoin. They bought Bitcoin for like less than a thousand bucks. They rolled that wave to about 17,000. As a matter of fact, I bought two Bitcoin from them at $17,000, right? Then when Bitcoin crashed, they had already cashed out a bunch of money. They actually started a business with that money. Later on, that same person was complaining about the fact that crypto crashed, that I invited them to crypto and then crypto had crashed. I said, well, wait a minute, you turned a couple thousand bucks into tens of thousands of dollars and you're still complaining. 
The point is that when people have that type of mindset, hey, listen, they have that type of mindset. That's the way they are. So guess what? What I do is this. I limit my associations with these negative people, right? Because negative people tend to have a negative bank account. And guess what? I don't want to have a negative bank account. So anyways, this is the end of this episode. I said it, I meant it, and I'm here to represent it. So with that being said, see you guys at the top of From the Top. Take care.